How the National Parks Are Playing the Game of What If to Prepare for Climate Change by Kerr Tan from Smithsonian One of the biggest challenges in preparing for a warming world is the uncertainty. With so many factors at play, temperature, rainfall, sea rise, weather, the best scientists can do is to map multiple climate futures using computer models, which try to simulate the complex processes that govern oceans and wind and the likelihood that each will occur. It's enough to make you wish you had a crystal ball. Barring that option, federal land and resource management agencies led by the U.S. National Park Service, NPS, are now turning to an unconventional tool, scenario planning. Developed by the military and used extensively by big businesses such as Shell Oil and the United Parcel Service, it's a planning technique that has long been used to prepare for the unlikely, and sometimes the unthinkable. Now, the NPS is using scenario planning to better address the variety of challenges and management decisions that climate change will usher in. It's proven especially useful for getting past what NPS ecologist Gregor Schierman calls analysis paralysis, the inability for most of us to consider a variety of possible futures. It's very difficult for us as humans to consider more than one future in an effective way, and if there's an emotional component involved, we just shut down, Schierman says. Scenario planning comes out of an environment where that's not an option. According to Jonathan Starr, founder of the consulting firm Scenario Insight, scenario planning can be traced back to the U.S. military in the 1950s. It was championed in particular by Herman Kahn, a political scientist, military strategist, and futurist at Rand Corporation. Kahn used scenario planning to map out the likely consequences of thermonuclear war, including how to win it, or barring that, how to survive it. Kahn's penchant for thinking about the unthinkable attracted the attention of filmmaker Stanley Kubrick, who modeled his infamous character Dr. Strangelove in part on Kahn himself. Kahn said we may not think this is likely, but it is extremely important for us to at least go through the full experiment of imagining a surprising or difficult situation, because we will be better prepared if something like this happens, Starr says. Scenario planning took off in the commercial sector in the 1970s, when the oil and gas company Royal Dutch Shell, commonly known as Shell, began incorporating the tool into their planning process. Until the late 1960s, the oil industry was very stable. There was not a great deal of turbulence or gyrations in the price of oil, Starr says. But with the rise of oil nationalism and OPEC, the organization of the petroleum exporting countries, in the late 1960s, Shell realized that they couldn't plan in the same linear way, because their industry was getting buffeted by very unpredictable forces. Using the tool, the company was able to successfully react to the oil price crises of the 1970s better than their competitors. Their experience inspired other companies, including Morgan Stanley, Johnson & Johnson, and Procter & Gamble to do the same, says Starr. Recently, the use of scenario planning by UPS helped the global shipping company weather disrupted operations, when Iceland's Eyjafjallajökull Fjallajökult volcano erupted in 2010, its ash-halting flights across Europe for several days. The UPS had been planning not for a volcanic eruption, but for the possibility of an avian flu pandemic, which illustrates a key point about the scenario planning process, Starr says. It's not necessary to get the future precisely right. It's not a game of prediction. It's a game of preparation, Starr says. Going through exercises where you're asking what if tends to make organizations more flexible to deal with surprises and shocks when they come along. In 2010, Lee Welling, 
the first director of the agency's climate change response program, had a hunch that scenario planning might be useful in the context of resource management. So she approached Star, who was at the time a scenario planner for Global Business Network, a consulting firm started by planning managers from Shell. Lee's insight was that scenario planning could be a really useful communication and translation device between climate change scientists and park managers, Star says. The concept caught on. Scenario planning has spread throughout the NPS and to other federal land management and natural resource agencies, such as the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. The NPS now holds regular scenario planning workshops with park managers to work through possible futures for natural and cultural treasures. Scenario planning allows situations to be explored that you might not explore because they seem implausible, says Welling, who now manages the agency's shared Beringian Heritage Program in Alaska. People tend to get stuck in their own mental models.